Plus. Studio phone line naming rights. It is Luke. Three thousand yeah, dollars. It was a day of so much fun. Um, I'm sorry that wild tickets are gone. But what, what I just announced? Um, Do they the know wild. what they're getting into? <laughs> Doing so much good. Trying to raise a little money for Courage County. Being able to walk again is pretty pretty cool. Thank you for your incredibly generous bids in this year's sports fantasy auction. You will get the co-host Saturday Sports Talk for a day. Laura <laughs> scoops up the dinner and custom Greg Holcomb creation. It's a wonderful call. From all of us at 1500 ESPN. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Souchere. Yeah, Joe and Dave Dahl off on a romp in the snow today, apparently. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're going cross-country skiing together. That could be. I doubt it, but that could be. Dan yeah, Terhar, deputy mayor for the day. How does it feel to sit in the chair? It's nice. It is a nice chair. Yeah. Do you uh, do you miss play-by-play? Yeah, I mean, I get a little fix for it once in a while with the uh, state high school tournaments on uh, Channel 45, right. 45 TV, and uh, I get a little bit now and then. It's fun. I don't miss all the travel. I was just going to say, because that, that comes with it, you were, for those that don't uh, know who you are or maybe new to you, you were the voice of the Gophers uh, uh, on Wild. You were, uh, that was television. TV on the Wild TV side. TV on the Wild yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it Gophers, St. Cloud State, North Dakota. That's right. North Dakota. That was yep. right prior to the Gophers, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yep, oh, wow. I was there for the start of the Dean Blaze. Did you do anything there. else than hockey, Dan? Uh, you know what? Yeah, up until a certain point, you kind of do everything. You know, high school, small college. I was in Jamestown for a while, did college uh, college basketball, college football. What's the hardest sport to do? It's got to be hockey. hockey. Yeah, no, yeah. I, my son, uh, Tom, is now doing some hockey play-by-play, mm. and that's what he started with. And I said, you know, fine, it's going to be tough, but you're starting with the toughest sport to do. Yeah. He's a basketball guy, so he's looking forward to doing some basketball, and uh, that'll be—it's much easier. Well, because yeah. hockey, you're—they're on the fly all the time. They're, 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 it's fast-paced, and the players are changing on the go, which no other sport does. Right. Every yeah, other there's sport, a stoppage you know. in play, and you know, you go in or a football, the play is done, right? And you can see that 88 is leaving, shuffling in, in and right. out. I mean, in basketball, they—they're. They're, ah! Oh, there's a new player coming. Right. In case you right. didn't know. Basically, hit you over the head with the <laughs> yeah, two by yeah. four. Yeah. This so, is it. so yeah, it's it's by far the toughest. Um but you know, it's it's fun because it it's, it just keeps moving and Right. I enjoy that. Yeah, the travel would have been just hell. It's you know what, and my kids were pretty young at the time and yep. that was that was brutal. But you know, now they're older. Now I should be now's when I should be now's doing when it. You should be I should be getting the hell <laughs> right. out of there. Uh so, hey, give me an update. How did yesterday's uh auction go? I mean, give me kind of Fantastic. the thumbnail on that. Because that would sound like a pretty cool event. It really oh you go ahead, Bruce. I, I was just gonna say it was our seventh annual and I it, it, it is fun because Mackie and Judd always kick things off at about at nine AM and then it combines every element of the radio station. I mean, sales, promotions, all of the air staff. It's it's really cool, and it's it's unique in that all of the money goes to a fantastic organization like the Courage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute. But it's you know the it's the, one of those days where everybody has the routine in whatever walk of life they choose to do. So it kind of you kind of break out of that norm for one day, and you get to do something that's a ton of fun that involves everybody. It I always enjoy doing it. It's it's so much fun. Well, and more importantly. Um... You know, people, okay, they, they spend the money, and they really, and it's a select few because not everybody gets to, but the people that get to come in the studio 
and are very let down that they spent all this money and these guys are idiots and see what the real <laughs> see the sausage being made. No, we're we're honored that people do want to you know see how the inner workings. It's and as you well know, it is. It's uh, there's you know you're just doing your job when you're here. You're just doing yeah. your job. Yep. But when you're a listener and you can't see what's going on, you have this mental. I've been told this so many times by listeners. Yeah, I have this mental picture in my mind of what you guys do where mm-hmm. you sit. And then they come in and go, this has been completely blown out of the water. It's nothing like I thought. Yeah, yeah. And no, yesterday was different. a record, too. We raised forty-eight, just over $48,000 yesterday, which is a one, nice. which is our, our record. I believe our the record was set back, Rook helped me, in 2013. Is that uh, right? Yes, 2013. So we surpassed that it one. It was really cool. It's, uh, it's impressive that people, uh, it, it's great that they're so generous, but to have you know somebody come in here and sit in and do the show or go out to dinner with us where... You're going to get exactly what you get on the air. There's no acts here. You know, talk radio, if you're real, um, you're believable. Mm-hmm. If you're fake, people will see right through you. Yeah. It just doesn't. It, oh, yeah. and, you know, because no. you've, been, you've been in for the business for a long time. Yeah, people, uh, you know, and it is funny how people have a complete different, everything from just the situation here, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the lay of the land as far as the two studios. And, you know, I think a lot of people probably expect that you and Joe are just sitting around at a little table and you're just... Uh, <coughs> I've uh, I've Winging been it. out places and uh, you know it just happened to me the other day where a, a guy I was just talking normally and a guy stopped and he looked and he started to stare and I knew what the stare was <laughs> right away and he said I know who you are you're the rookie aren't you uh, you know what do you say and then he said I didn't think you looked anything like you do and I don't know if it was a is it a, are you let down you know I don't want <laughs> are you impressed I, or are you let down Let I me know. never took that as a compliment. I don't right. know that it's an insult either, well, but it's me, just kind of a weird thing to say. For me, it was always, your head isn't as big as he says. So <laughs> it kind of was a compliment to me. You're, you're skinnier than I thought. I thought you were a big, you know, 400-pound uh, guy. And uh, so for me, sometimes it does pay off. Yeah, it does. So uh, Just in, Roy Moore, still waiting to hear from God. Oh, my God. Who's the guy, Doug Jones? Is that the guy that beat him? Yeah, Yeah, Jones. Doug Jones beat him. Okay. So Roy Moore still waiting for God to let him know. And, then- and so what, what is he? He's holding out on... Uh, that there's going to be a recount. I mean, it's not that close. No, it's, it's not, not like it's Frank no, and there's no Coleman. Recount? No, where you're 200 votes or whatever it is. Divine intervention, I think, is what he's holding on to. I think a bigger question though is, how does God contact you? Is it by yeah. phone, email? Yeah. Does he have Sprint or Verizon? Well, how does he? What's his plan? Has he got a good data plan? I don't know. Roy's not giving a lot of details. No, no, he's keeping his mouth shut, but just saying, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, concede yet. Yes. Maybe he was like Hillary Clinton and didn't have a concession speech written. Yeah, yeah. He says he's wait. He says he says he'll wait on God to speak. So I, I'm assuming uh, that means to him. Right. I, I don't think hope. there's gonna be a presser. No, I was gonna say yeah, press conference. <laughs> I maybe. don't think that's what he's what he's aiming for. But if he gets anyway. God on the line, have God call us. We'd like to talk. Be to a heck him of too. a guest. Yeah. And then uh, Governor Dayton naming Tina Smith to replace Al Franken, and I, I was on the edge of my seat wondering if he'd be a Democrat. Would he go with a right, Republican? Right. You know, those kind of things that keep me awake at night. Well, She is a Democrat. She's Surprise. The, yeah, but the thing, the uh, the balance of power in the great state of Minnesota now is what's going to be well twisted. Here's the deal. Okay, so this Alabama goes Democrat for the first time in how many decades? I don't know. It's been a long time, Since right? Since the 60s, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. In the uh, presidential election, Minnesota came a lot closer than... It has in a long time mm-hmm. to going with a Republican candidate. Right. So all of a sudden we've got we've got Franken's seat. 
We've got Klobuchar's seat coming up. I've got the governor. Right. All three of those next year in 2018. So what, what I mean, what's a win? Is it could two of those three go Republican? Well, there's the you think about how close the last race was. Right, right. And um the possibility that people some people might be upset that Franken uh resigned or did these things and mm-hmm. then had to resign. And then they've got the other part of the population that might say, well, it was kind of sketchy. We weren't really sure. So let's get another Democrat. And it's, I'm not, I'm not sure what to predict. It's yeah, I, really I, difficult. I think it's going to be very interesting. And it, it, it really comes down to who runs. People right. are talking about Tim Pawlenty. Uh I think Tim Pawlenty really would be the, um, I think the only recognizable name that could potentially win, mm-hmm. not, not knowing you know, he's got to be a bigger name, and in Minnesota, Palenti is a big name. Right. So, we'll, we'll you know, he ran with uh, John McCain, you know, as, uh, you know, way back when. We found out that, yeah, he was just a Minnesota guy. Minnesota guy. He's, and he's a really nice guy. He's a great guy. But the, as far as national appeal, he just didn't have much. Just didn't have it. Yeah, it wasn't That was kind of sad. I felt bad for T-Paw. Yeah, because yeah. I thought we were going to be invited over to the... Uh, I thought this was going to change everything. The, maybe not the White House, but maybe the vice presidential estate for a little steak dinner or something like that. Yeah, no, it got shot down yeah. really quick. Right. Didn't hold really... water for a while. Yeah. Not even for a little while. So uh, when we come back yesterday, um, if I can find my notes, but Joe said something that kind of stuck with me. Yeah, you have a lot of notes on the and spindle. I'm impressed. I, I don't... I'm I, impressed. I, there's paper here everywhere. I think some of them are left over from <laughs> Judd or something. I don't know. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, I want to I follow up on something that Joe uh, threw out there yesterday, and we'll, uh, we'll hit that uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. Dan Terhar in for the mayor. That's uh, still nothing from God or uh, from uh, Ryan Mo- Roy Moore. <laughs> we got the hotline going. We'll let you know. We'll let you know when it's over. It's not over yet, so. Dan Terhar in for Joe. Joe has a day off today. Glad you could uh, be with us here on this Wednesday afternoon. Hey, so yesterday, I was listening to the show yep. live, Not none of that podcast stuff. I was listening live. Okay, good. That's commitment. We like that. We do that's, like that. Yeah, that's commitment. Old school. Uh, uh, and Joe said, and I don't even remember what you were talking about exactly. It doesn't really matter, but it got me thinking about stuff, and he said, nothing is about America. You're talking about point. the political climate right. and and all this, you know, grope gate and all this stuff. And, and and it made me realize, you know what? It doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat, Republican, you're political, you're not political. It's sports figures, it's celebrities. We we've we've become this focused and centered on everything else but what's going on in the country. I mean, mm-hmm. Trump can sign a bill for military support, which he did recently. He can try to lower taxes. Nobody cares. Right. It's all about other stuff, and it's all political, and it's all about, you know, if it is about somebody that groped somebody, well, then it's, you know, well, that's that's politically motivated. It's right. not, uh, what political side are you and who are you trying to take down? It is. It is. And and here's a guy, and, and not. it seems weird to defend Trump because— there's so much, you know, his tweeting, right. there's so much that right. he does that is... He doesn't help his cause. It's not presidential. Right. I kind of like it because it's not presidential. And I kind of like having someone in the White House that isn't a career politician mm-hmm. that just kind of does things the way you might do it in your garage. A cage rattler. Yeah. And because a lot of the stuff he tweets is, I take it as, hey, watch, this will get him going. It's He's just... <laughs> yeah. he's just Fish on. He's pull, yeah. In, yeah. So... It isn't about America. And that that the Republicans that are not willing to work with Trump, 
you know, they're missing this amazing opportunity to get stuff done. Right. I mean, they're going to flush that away for another three years and how many months? And then the Democrats who every day wake up and try to beat up on Trump and that are going to, that are still, they're still convinced that he's going to be impeached. So much time is being wasted. It, so much, it's sad. So much effort, so much energy is, uh, uh, you're right, that was a good catch because it's, it's, no, it's not about, nobody's doing anything for America. I thought uh, President Trump would come in and I thought, you know, he has some of his uh, his cabinet members were uh, a little sketchy. I thought they'd they'd rattle the cage a little bit there and kind of sift everybody out, mm-hmm. keep the good ones. And then because he's not a politician, he was just going to hit the ground run and doing all this work. And it's been nothing but CNN, ABC News, NBC, just doing all this extracurricular stuff as opposed to Let's talk about doing something for the country. It's all this tweeting. Right. It, it's that's the difficult part, right? And and to Trump's defense, he's made a lot of promises, and as far as you can tell, he's trying to fulfill those promises. He's trying to keep his promises, right? But he's he can't he can't get by the Republicans. He can't get by the Democrats, and it, it's not helping anybody. I don't know what the Democrats look at as being. We're going to keep this up. And then what? Then what? Right. And then what? You're right. going to hold your breath that, that Joe Biden's the next president? We're going to do this for three and a half more right. years and then go, oh, no, this is, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a waste of time. And it, it's really too bad because I did think that they, he was going to get some stuff done. Even though there's going to be trying. roadblocks, but we're focusing on all this extracurricular stuff. Right, right. And people said, he's not my president. He, you know what? Listen. He's in office. And if you were a Republican and then you had eight years of, he was not my president, Obama. Listen, I didn't vote for the guy twice. But you know what? He was still my president when he was in office. And you just you just go with it. The 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 lack, you know, and when Obama was in the office and uh, when Bill Clinton was president, I, I was, you know what? You got to respect the office. He's still the president yes. of the United States. I don't want, I didn't want Obama for eight years. and But... All of a sudden, the the left has zero respect for the office of the president of the United States. And obviously, he throws gas on that fire right. just about every day with his tweets. By the way, do you think he really does those tweets or he tells people what to tweet? Do you think he I'm physically really does it? I'm with that. I don't know. Uh, I don't either. Uh, it, some of them are so outrageous. <laughs> it must be him. It must be him that does it. We just, we're not really sure what, uh, you know, how, uh, who's got their handle on those, uh, right. the, the Twitter hold there, but... Um, I just wish he would take that thing away. I wish he would give me a, give me, let's see how it goes. Three weeks, New Year's resolution. Yeah. Don't tweet, make zero tweets. But maybe this is the future because you've got kids. I've got kids and they consider texting someone, talking to them. Uh, yes. Hey, I was just talking to so-and-so you were, well, I was texting him. Well, that's not talking to him. So it made them, what may be unusual about this. What's for dinner Yeah, from upstairs. Yeah. Kidding me? Yeah. Okay. If you answer that, then I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> yes. Um, and and maybe this would be easier to take if this president who brought tweeting and and to the White House was younger, because you'd expect that more out of someone younger. True. You know, I I mean, it's like the the dad or the grandpa that doesn't do Facebook right. Right. You know, it just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. No, you you replied to just one person, not everybody. So don't include everybody in the. You know, it's. It's it's social media is so um, instantaneous by design. I know, but 
When once you put something out, you cannot take it back. Usually, if you write a letter, you can kind of look her over, and you don't really hit send. Mm-hmm. You, know, you send it out, but once electronically, some of the stuff. I, I wonder if there's any tweets that he would have would uh, want to take back. I don't think he gives that much thought to it. I really don't. I think I think he tweets them and just out of sight, going, out of mind. Yeah, again. I don't. I don't think his personality. I don't think he goes back and ponders. Oh, should I've done that? Now I did it. What's next? Let's move ahead. I mean, yeah, that's probably that's what makes him a good. Right. Maybe that's what makes him a good businessman and, and has made him uh, so much money over the years. But another thing that I was thinking about is: so what happens if the Republicans don't come around to Trump and work with him? What happens in three and a half years? And the Republicans say, well, now we're going another direction, Donald. Thanks, but no thanks. Is there any doubt that Trump says, that's fine, I'll run on my own? Yeah, that... Uh, then I, then, then, what happens? Well, then then you know... Then you're going to have more... Uh, everything's going to be locked up again. A yeah. three-way lockout. Right. And it's just and it's again, such a mess. nothing will be done for right. America. Listen, was, was Donald Trump the best guy to be our president? No, but... He is, so let's make the best of it. Right. And that's where that's Nobody where I was think, more shocked than Hillary. And that, <laughs> she's still, <laughs> yes. yeah, still close your mouth. Um, she's still trying to figure out what happened, and she she'll never know. She'll never get it because the Clintons' egos are so monstrous that, and they're never going away either. No, I don't I, think so. I, I don't. Uh, you know, I know they're going to stay around. I don't know if Hillary Hillary will ever run again. I hope not. Uh, I mean, in four years, I don't think she can uh, stay. I don't know, uh, afloat for four years and then come back and, and actually, who are we kidding? It's two and a half years. <laughs> they're going to start running in two right, and a half years. Yeah, you know, you're right. It comes up quicker than you think. It really does. There could be some lot of But, you know, I, I guess I just, I wanted to just to wrap that up. You know, how about making this about America, doing what's best, even if you don't agree as, as to how the taxes should be, how right. tax reform should go. Right. Let's do something. Do something that's going to help instead of, oh, no, that's Trump's idea. So let's find let's, you know, let's spin it to be bad. And let's let's make sure that people know that this is terrible and it's it's only going to help the rich. Yeah. Stop pointing fingers and just get something done. That may never happen. I don't know. I know. Unfortunately, Uh, John Heidel join us in a little bit, right? He will. And then not Dave Dahl in a little bit, too? And then not Dave Dahl. Okay. All right. Exactly. That sounds like fun. Garage I'm Logic. Not, I'm not Joe Sutcher. <laughs> yes. You're 0 for 3 here. Uh, we will be back. Commencing Garage Logic segment number 8. Deputy Mayor Dan Terhar on duty. 231, John Height in the newsroom. Anything yet from God? No, nothing from All God. Right, Not right. Reports. Really? No. I thought your message would be coming. Did we send a falcon or a pigeon? I don't know. What do you send to God? It's cloudy and 25 degrees. A Viking coach Mike Zimmer saying this afternoon he thinks the Vikings should get ailing linemen Pat Elfline and Mike Remmers back for Sunday. And he said there's a possibility of Riley Reef being able to play too. Just one week after he sprained his ankle during that loss for the Panthers, Zimmer said, I feel pretty good. I think we'll get a lot of them back. I think we'll get F-Line back this week. Uh, Remmers is getting over a back injury. F-Line, the center, had a a shoulder injury. Uh, Reef hurt his ankle in Sunday's game. Zimmer said that you can call it a sprain if you'd like. Call it whatever you want, (laughs) but he thinks he'll be able to play. That's good news. That's exciting news. Yeah. Timberwolves lost to the 76ers in overtime last night, 118 to 112. They'll play Sacramento tomorrow night. Uh, Mikael Granlund scored the winning goal in a shootout. The Wild beat Calgary 2-1 to last night. They are at home again tomorrow night against Toronto. In fact, that's the second of three games in a row at home for the Wild.
News notes from today. The Met Council and Amalgamated Transit Union Local 1005 met most of the day and into the night Monday. That was very good. Talk about the strike that's planned over the Super Bowl celebration. Mark Loss and Local 1005 President said both sides made progress in their talks and both are expected to hear from the mediator again in the next couple of days. He said, we have not heard back from the mediator today, meeting yesterday, but we were told we'd probably hear from him later this week and we'll see where we go from there. The union has threatened to strike during the Super Bowl if it does not have a new contract with the Met Council before Super Bowl events begin. Union's contract expired July 31st. Nearly 100 Metro Transit bus drivers filled the Met Council Transportation Committee hearing room Monday to protest the lack of progress in contract talks that focus more on bus drivers' safety than wages and health benefits. Authorities are investigating the cause of death regarding a body that was found in a Maplewood Park. According to police officers called at about 8.40 yesterday morning to Battle Creek Park on reports of a deceased man. Authorities say they have yet to determine a cause. Police say there's no obvious trauma was found. BCA is helping out in the investigation as they treat any suspicious death as a possible homicide. Federal Reserve is raising the key interest rate for the third time this year, signaling continued confidence in a U.S. economy that's moving into its ninth year of expansion. The uh, target federal funds rate, which banks charge each other for loans, has been raised to the range of 1.25 to 1.5 percent, or a hike of a quarter of a percentage point. It's the fifth rate increase during Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen's tenure. Yellen steps down in January and be replaced by Jerome Powell. President Trump's job approval rating has sunk to a record low 32% in the latest Monmouth University poll released today. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's the approval rating for Trump in the, it's the lowest, excuse me, approval rating for Trump in the Monmouth poll since he took office in January. 32% of respondents approve of the job that Trump is doing as president, 56% disapprove. Over the past year, his approval rating in this poll has ranged from 39 to 43%. The biggest drop here came among women. 24% said they approved of Trump's job performance compared to 36% who approved in September. Patrick Murray is the director of the university's polling institute. He said the president's low approval rating, coupled with Roy Moore's Senate loss in Alabama, could be a problem for the GOP in the midterm elections next year. Trump, of course, backed more in that Senate race. Four Twin Cities Brugger's Bagels Outlets are among 30 that have closed nationally. The bagel chain confirmed that decisions had been made to close the cafes, most of which are in eastern markets based on financial performance. Here's your Twin Cities location that shut down. 50th Street and Penn Avenue South in Minneapolis. Lake Street in Uptown. Uh, TCF Tower Skyway and Commerce Hill in Woodbury. Four months ago, Caribou Coffee bought out Burgers. Burgers now operates under the Caribou subsidiary, the Einstein Noah Restaurant Group. They, of course, operate Einstein Brothers Bagels. Can we just fast forward to the point where everything is Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> everything? Just, just, uh, right. Just no matter what. McDonald's, uh, Starbucks. Burger King, Starbucks. <laughs> Amarosa Manigault Newman. You guys know Amarosa. Amarosa was the uh, person on the... Um, the verdict, not the verdict. Uh, uh, Bonanza, no. No, uh, it she, Bonanza. Was, uh, she was a Trump show, Apprentice. The Apprentice. The Apprentice. Yes. She oh, was the, that one. She was the, the villain that always came back, <laughs> but she's very intelligent and she, has a very good job. She just wouldn't go away. Yeah, right. Well, she also, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, or, but she's been a White House aide since Trump was elected. I did know that. Oh, uh, yeah. She's, she's now been fired, apparently. What'd she do? Oh. Uh, she resigned, according to the official word. But she will come back next season. <laughs> <laughs> Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, told NBC News that she has resigned to pursue other opportunities. 
Uh, that's had conflict with stories about how she actually left. Her departure will not be effective until January 20th, according to the White House. However, reports say she was let out of the White House by the Secret Service after arguing with Trump's chief of staff. General Kelly. Did she have the wow. uh, the paper towel box, you know, that, the, yes. that you have to yeah, put all books? your stuff in, or the, <laughs> the, the, the green and white paper box that has the lid? Witnesses said uh, she was very vulgar with General Kelly, and wow. it, it wasn't a good situation, which is why the Secret Service uh, was called in to lead her out the door. That doesn't sound like she quit. Amar- Look out, Mr. Amorosa. You better be walking on eggshells when she gets home tonight. Uh, Newman has a long <laughs> history, of course, with the president, beginning, as Rick said, with her time as a controversial contestant on several seasons of Trump's Will reality she come back? TV show, The Apprentice. Apprentice? Apprentice. Apprentice. after the second quarter. <laughs> <laughs> after announcing increased containment in one of the biggest wildfires in California history, officials are warning that communities remain at risk and the threat could increase as unpredictable winds whip up again. Red flag warnings for fire danger due to Santa Ana winds and a critical lack of moisture were extended with a possible increase in gusts into the end of the week. Evacuations continued today for the seaside cities of Montecito, Summerland, in Carpentaria and the inland agricultural town of Fillmore, officials announced last night that crews had carved containment lines around one quarter of the blaze at Straddle Santa Barbara and Ventura counties. Those fires are uh, they're they're incredible. It's yeah. amazing, you know. And, and and the technology we have today, you'd think there'd be something we could do. Yeah, there. I mean, wouldn't you? They're I just mean, there's just nothing. Completely wiping out whole neighborhoods where yeah. all you can see are. Uh, chimneys, the, yeah. the remnants of chimneys. Oh, it's horrible. A surreal video, too, of uh, yeah. know, the shots of the fire off the highway. Just, mm. yeah, and thank God that one guy saved that bunny. Yeah. Oh, did you see that? Yeah, the, the bunny. bunny is saved. saved Probably to only be like let out and then it was eaten by a coyote, you know, 30 <laughs> seconds But in all honesty, he had to have been high, right? That, that That's a guy uh, tripping I, on LSD. Why uh, would you, I mean, God yeah. love him. Thank you for saving the bunny. That's very mm-hmm. nice of you. You're about to be engulfed in flames. And you got to save Thumper. Right. Yeah, that's Thumper. Your yeah, your whole neighborhood is going up in flames around you. I gotta say, I probably wouldn't stop for the bunny. No, well, it's another thing you got to carry. You know. Well, it's the same rule I tell the you know my the bride. She's the world's biggest pet lover. It, yeah. And I say, if you ever stop on the highway for a duck, <laughs> you know, get uh, we'll, we'll have words, dear. <laughs> T-Mobile says it's launching its own pay TV service next year, becoming the latest company to marry wireless and video. Nation's number three wireless carrier said today that it bought cable TV startup Layer 3 TV to help it roll out its upcoming service. T-Mobile wouldn't disclose how much it paid for Layer 3, which is available right now in five U.S. cities. I've still got Layer 1. <laughs> in a call with analysts <laughs> to discuss the new service, T-Mobile CEO John Laguerre said the TV business is ripe for change, calling it the most hated industry in America. The phone industry is? No, no. no. TV. Oh, TV. TV industry, industry. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right next to talk radio. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With marijuana becoming legal in more and more states, more and more ways to deliver are being found. Uh, now, because it's Christmas, they're making cannabis wreaths. <laughs> None on this wreath, man. A California weed farm, Henry's Original, is making weed wreaths to ensure that your Christmas goes well. They partnered up with L.A.-based florist Amy Nicole to create a limited edition arrangement that contains one ounce of sun-grown artisanal cannabis. 
It's like trying to find the Christmas pickle, man. You just got to dig in. Their website says, Our limited edition custom wreaths are handcrafted with various types of eucalyptus, evergreen, dried wheat and grasses, moss, berries, and pine cones. Uh, the 24-inch beauties do not come cheap. One wreath would set you back $400. And, of course, ooh, ooh, if you want to get one, you have to hold a valid medical marijuana license. Okay. So you oh, can't, can't get one unless oh, you have the And it comes yeah. with a, a free bag of Doritos and a loaf of Wonder Bread. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you start smoking the eucalyptus? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And then the dried wheat. Damn it, where's my Advent candle? <laughs> All right. All right, thank you, John. You bet. You bet. Back with more. Dan Terhar in for the mayor on Garage Logic. Is this Christmas music? I can't tell. This is Shelby Lynn. Oh, okay. Do you, you do Christmas music in uh, Garage Logic? We do closer to. I might sneak in maybe a, a Charlie Brown on a Friday afternoon. Uh, you just but Joe doesn't want to go full into it. Uh, okay, he eases yeah, yeah. into it. Yeah, I'm all right with that. I, I don't mind Christmas music, but I, you know, small doses. I love it. I, you, you, uh, you were like right at Thanksgiving. I got like Adam Abrams on. Adam yeah. Abrams on all the time. Just yeah. checking it out. I love it all. Double A. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Good. Uh, 2.45. Uh, we thought we were going to talk to not Dave with the weather, but I guess we're going to talk to Dave. I guess Dan. Yeah. How are you? Hi, David. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. We yeah. were worried. The Rook and I were worried sick about you. You weren't here last <laughs> night. I thought you were on a date with Joe. No, I got stuck outside and sitting by Como Lake there doing a promo for the winter season, you know. Oh, it is oh, the that season. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I was freezing my little <laughs> behind off. Uh, it's 25 out there right now, but it feels like it's only 13. There's a healthy wind chill. Northwest winds 15, gusting to 25. They've been gusting to 60 miles per hour down in southwestern Minnesota. That would even blow Rookie around. I know I'll Rookie's see. a big guy. but mm-hmm. uh, Flurries early tonight. Uh, we're going to have those scattered flurries probably all the way until midnight. Not coming from a guy who was out at Como talking about his snowballs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, winds diminished late tonight. 18 for the overnight low. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy. Some more scattered flurries. 28 for the high. 28 on Friday. And don't talk about those. Nope. No, nope. We'll, we'll wait for the promo. Yep. Light snow and flurries uh, possible again on Saturday. It looks like we could get some measurable snow Saturday night into early Sunday. 32 for the high on Saturday. Sunday, 30. And then next week, we're in the upper 20s, low 30s just about every day there with a chance of some light snow and flurries early in the week. Again today, going for uh, falling temps, getting down to 18 tonight. Right now, we're at 25, and I have the records for the day. Woo! Records. What do we got? December 13th. Okay, it's 53 on this date, and that was back in... 1891, when Dan was just a young Oh, I remember yeah, that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you do. It, it was the, really warm. Take the oxen out for a stroll. <laughs> <laughs> take the oxen out. 21 below zero. That's what I don't want to hear. And that was in 1917. So okay. it can get cold. Wow. That's cool. And you say 25 right now? 25 right now. Hey, right. hey, Dave. I was asking. Uh, I was asking Matt earlier because I don't call him Rook because no, he's, right, he's outgrown right, that. I think. Right. I don't know, but outsiders. Not, not really. went, uh, <laughs> Babs and the boys. Did you hear my board word what? to start the show? <laughs> Babs, boy. Babs and the boys. Bringing up stuff. Okay. From... I just want to know, you stepped into that a couple times a morning. And yeah. when I mean stepped into it, you a lot of things stepped in. What was that like, knowing what you were getting into? Well, you know, it was kind of scary. I, I had to change my underwear a couple of times trying, leading up to that. But, you know, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was just, you never knew what was going to happen. So that those those kind of surprises keep things interesting. Yeah, a little too interesting. But sometimes. especially Dave, because uh. Dave is always, you know, you're always the whipping boy where we're always, uh, we're always 
uh, you're always the everybody the sticks butt up of the for jokes, me. You know, and you know everybody kind of goes after said, you a little bit. Yeah, everybody says though, all of the listening public says, you know, take it easy on me. So just yeah. listen to those guys. I don't know right? if I agree with that. But <laughs> it's, you know, I just it's that's just the way it is. The Are you guys going to be at the holiday party? That's all I got to know. Uh, I am. Yeah, uh, we are going to be there, Dave, and we've discussed this. And the first round is on you. Oh, great! So thank you. Terhar's thank trying you to work much. Kenny for his. I'm trying uh, to figure tickets, out yeah. how I get that. And Kenny too. said he wasn't invited, so I went. Uh oh, I better not. Uh, say <laughs> I wonder why Kenny wasn't invited. <laughs> yes. All right, thanks. All right, Dave. thanks you guys. See you, Dave. See Good to talk to you, buddy. Yeah. So nothing from God yet. Roy Moore We're still, still waiting, waiting, for waiting to hear before he can shut things down, I guess, and do whatever he's going to do next. I don't know what he's going to do next. Yeah, what, uh, is he going to run for uh, maybe another local office? Yeah, or maybe he's just completely done. People of uh, Alabama said, "Nope, you're we're not behind you." I was just reading about Tina Smith. Yes, the she's lieutenant governor. Got, she's got a pretty impressive resume. You know, I don't know I much mean, it's about not stuff I'd want to do, but, <laughs> but she's got a pretty impressive resume. And uh, the uh, head of the DFL party, the chair, mm-hmm. Ken Martin, said, yeah. "Quote: She's been a great lieutenant governor." How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? How do I don't, you know? Right, right. You just—I wouldn't know. Uh, I see press releases that come out that have her name on it, and she says all the right things that she's supposed to say. But does she have? Uh, okay, uh, this is where the Republicans are going to have to come back in the election for 2018. Right, right. For at well, with both Senate candidates. Right. But uh, Amy Klobuchar probably, most likely, my guess would be reelected. Uh, I don't know that, but I mean, she's 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 weird, weirdly popular, right? And 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 somewhat safe, I think. Um, okay, so we're looking for two out of three at best, right? And if, now, if, you're, if, you're, if you're wanting some conservatives in there, does the lieutenant governor yeah. have the 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 name recognition? I don't think over so. somebody like Tim Pawlenty. No, governor I don't Pawlenty. think so. I don't think so. So the Republicans are really going to have to work hard to to beat uh, Lieutenant Governor Smith. In mm-hmm. next year's election, and even harder to put someone else up against. Is it Smith Amy or Klobuchar? Smith or Smythe? Uh, is it Smith? I thought it was yeah, Smith. I don't know. Yeah, potato. Smythe, you're thinking hockey again. Yeah, you're going the yeah. divisions. Yeah, Smythe, the old Smythe division. Yeah. So, so it's going to be very. Um, uh, you well, know, the people that are going to lose are all the people that have to what? sit and listen to the ads on TV and radio. <laughs> those, yeah. those are going to be the losers. Donald, I mean, Donald Trump is president because he had name recognition. Yes, he's not a he's not a career politician. He's famous for being rich and being a businessman, but it's name recognition, right? Jesse Ventura, yep, name recognition. He was mm-hmm. an athlete, well, mm-hmm. wrestler. If you right. want to go with that, but um, Ronald Reagan was an act. So maybe with Trump winning this election, Al Franken, Al Franken. By the way, was he ever really funny? Uh, I, I didn't. Saturday Night Live. I thought I he thought, was, but I thought he was kind of the guy that wasn't funny. I kind of didn't. I don't know. Uh, Let's see. Uh, his early stuff on SNL, I thought was okay. Stuart Smalley, yeah. uh, was, I got tired of. You I know, did, that got it, old fast. It was the same. Yeah. It was like uh, the copy guy. Uh, oh, you know, copy making copies. That, yeah. that got old after you know the fifth episode. They beat that down a little bit. But, but you're right. Name recognition. So that's, so that's what we need. I mean, as Al Franken could come in here and and be elected by name recognition. That's what it was. He wasn't this guy that lived in Minnesota. He lived here for about ten minutes. So who's next? We need we need some somebody with some name recognition to come in and I mean, Clint Eastwood, Ronald Reagan, wasn't the grandpa from the Munsters? Uh, uh, didn't he run? Didn't he? Wasn't he Al, elected official um, somewhere? What was his Al, name? Was it not Al Davis? Was it no. Al Davis? 
Uh, he was hey, just Al Lewis. Al Lewis. Yeah, didn't he? Was didn't he hold office somewhere? No, you're thinking of Gopher from. Um, oh, he yeah. From, in Iowa, he was the uh, from Love Boat. I'm, where's John Height? Uh, Johnny. He's he would know. Here. I'm pretty sure Grandpa from the Munsters. I'm gonna look that up. Either was was either was uh, elected or ran for office somewhere out east. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. So we need more celebrities. Actor I, I, Al Lewis, I'm pulling it up here. Let's see. I, I'm thinking that we're going to have more name recognition only people running, which I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because we don't need necessarily need career politicians. I mean, we, we can do. They don't have to be Donald Trump, but something okay, else. Okay, something wait different. a minute here now. Uh, he was an American actor best known for uh, Contract the Grandpa opposite Fred Gwynn's uh, CBS series yeah. The Monsters from '64 to '66. Uh, later in life, he was also a restaurant owner, political candidate, oh. and radio broadcaster. So he never won. So he never won, but as a left-wing activist, he hosted a politically-oriented radio program on WBAI and ran as a Green Party candidate oh. for governor of New York in 1998. Very good memory, Mr. Oh, Terhart. I didn't know he was a Green Party candidate, though. But in that race, he sought to be listed on the ballot as Grandpa Al Lewis. <laughs> Name recognition. That's oh, yeah. your. That's what it's all about. Wow, we're really dumbing it down for right, people. Right. Uh, his request was rejected <laughs> by the Board of Elections, a decision upheld in court against his challenge. Yeah, see, I don't know. I, I, I thought I would have voted for, for Grandpa Munster, but now that he's a green candidate, I guess I probably would not have. <laughs> he got 53,000 votes. That's not bad. Not too bad. What is that, about two square blocks yeah, in New probably. York? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's not much. All right, we'll come back and wrap it up, huh? Yeah, was that what we're going to do? Yep. All right, I can hardly wait. Told you the show goes fast. Joe's not here. I'm Dan. Hey, well, how much? I'll knock off two bucks because I can see you're a man who knows his trees. This isn't one of those trees that all the needles falls off, is it? No, that's symbolsis. The old man loved bargaining as much as an Arab trader, and he was twice as shrewd. You know, Zulos just popped one of those brand new green plastic trees. I'll throw in some rope and tie it to your car for you. You got a deal. Yeah, if we had more time, if only we had more time to talk about Christmas tree shopping. What a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. oh That's next God. time you fill in. Oh, That's next time. Oh, I love my wife, but man, I'd pay someone to go do that with her. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you, you, uh, see, we have a uh, permanent Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, I'd like one of those. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's easy to box up, and it doesn't fall over when you have that much invested into uh, yeah. ornaments. Rook for Senator. I don't know about that. No. I don't know about that. No? All right. Hey, thanks we'll for see. filling. Are you going to stick around a little for, for sports talk? I would like to. I'll stick around for sports talk. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Mike. Matt, we'll uh, we'll do this later. All right. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis.